Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, Tools for Everyday Caregiving. My name is Ryan McInniff. I am the owner of Minute Women Home Care. I am the host of this podcast, which is called, what, the Caregiver's Toolbox, and I am here with my trusty co-pilot, Janet. Janet, what is going on? Well, it's time for back to school. Absolutely. So, back to work, back to school. I wouldn't know what it's like to be back to work and back to school because I've been out sick for the last two days. So I came in sick today. If I sound congested and stuffed up, that is because I am 100% out. So uh, we're trying to get some podcasts done because, like Janet, I, t- I am taking a week off um, to be out for a wedding in Colorado. So we need to do some uh, podcasts specifically aimed at assisted livings because next week is assisted living week. Um, it's a national holiday, not a national holiday, but it's a healthcare holiday that recognizes um, uh, assisted livings. And many different aspects of the healthcare community have their own day or week, whether that's diabetes, cancer, heart disease, hospitals, nurses, social workers, case managers. Not, nothing about private home care yet, though. Maybe we'll get one one day. We'll start our own. <laughs> <laughs> but, Janet, what are we talking about today? Well, National Assisted Living Week is brought to you by the National Center for Assisted Living. And this week-long events, or list of events, was uh, actually founded back in 1995. And every year they have a particular theme. And they have activities and things going on. And they interact both within their different facilities and with their communities to try and celebrate the folks that live there and appreciate the staff that uh, work so hard to make these things run. So that is basically what the the week is about. But they um, this and this year's theme is called Capture the Moment, and they will have um, different programs under that theme at different facilities. And they will do things such as um, I was I was reading through the activities that they were publishing through the National Association. And they talked about bucket list items, doing an oral history project, social media, creating yearbooks. And these are things that facilities um, can do. And they will take pictures of everybody and put them together in a yearbook, um, especially in memory care units. And having been a memory care assisted living alum, I can remember uh, these, these events and uh, it's a time to really pull some things together and so that people can see that these folks aren't squirreled away somewhere um, just getting older. They have a purpose, and they're doing all kinds of fun things. So Absolutely. that's what it's celebrating. And, and National Assisted Living Week is also a, a time not to only focus on what the residents are doing, but also to thank the people that are um, helping keep somebody in their home. I'm sure, bet- I'm sure there's a similarity between... Um, you know, with private home care and assisted livings, that there are a wide range of customers, right? There are some that are very appreciative to some that are 
uh, apathetic to others that are unappreciative to the services that are going on. And certainly, on top of that, assisted livings have to pull their own weight in which they have to provide good care, they have to provide good meals, they have to provide good clean area to live in. Um, but it's a time that, you know, if you sit back and relax and say, hey, you know what, no company is perfect, but this company has been more often than not doing the right thing for my parent. This upcoming week is the week to go in there and you don't have to bring anything. You don't have to do anything special. Thank yous and appreciation is free and it goes a very long way. So if you're in that position where um, you think that there's somebody that deserves some recognition or multiple people, um, you know, believe it or not, not as many people go up to one another and say, thank you for all you do for my family. Absolutely. It will go a long way if you think somebody's doing a good job. Yeah, and they, um, you know, in, in doing different things, they also provide um, oftentimes educational information. So people want to go and do tours or maybe there's a list of some little seminars or, um, you know, snack time, coffee and, and donuts or, you know, cheese and crackers where they can educate um, family members as well as people that just want to come in off the street and see what it's all about. And two things that come to mind with something like this is they love to take pictures. Everybody loves to take pictures. And yet we want to respect people's privacy. So um, do not be surprised if you have a family member in assisted living. If you haven't already signed off permission, you may be getting a call saying, is it okay if your mom is in the picture? Um, because they need to, for HIPAA reasons and privacy, to, uh, to protect that. So, um, and also with that being said, being a small business owner, if you do see a loved one in a picture that's online or on Facebook and you would not like that, it doesn't necessarily have to be an explosive volcano of issues that are going on. A simple email or simple call usually can fix that issue very quickly where somebody didn't realize that that was an okay thing to do and they can pull that off of whatever social media um, account that it's on. Exactly. It can be very easily done if you see that a family member is online and you would prefer them not to be online. Yeah, sometimes someone can just walk into the back of the picture. Yeah. Or I remember the last time, I think it was the last time, maybe it was the time before, the Red Sox won the World Series. And it was the year everybody grew a beard and everybody talked about the beards. And um, what they did at One Assisted Living so they could have a picture of everybody pretending they were at the ballpark. They made beards and put them on with, with pipe cleaners around the ear so everybody had beards on so you didn't have to get permission because you couldn't figure out who anybody was. There you go. But they all knew they were in the shot, so that was great. Absolutely. But it's also good to be aware of it because you may have a parent that's at an assisted living and they're not one of the more outgoing people. And they may need a little prodding to participate. So this would be a good time to touch base and call and say, hey, I hear there may be some extra things going on that might be fun and encourage them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what kind of things are they, they, they doing? What, what, are, what all else is involved? Excuse me. And my, my Dayquil head is trying to work <laughs> as function, function as well as, as it possibly can. What other things are going on with this week that you're seeing is worthwhile pointing out and worthwhile talking about? Well, there are things that um, they, uh, a number of facilities will get in touch with the communities and they will do proclamations. And a lot of folks in assisted livings, they like to participate. They, they want to have a gathering, a dance, 
um, for folks that can't, uh, that have family on the other side of the country. They will put together time to go and do FaceTime. They have computers set up for that. So this is a great time to get into the spirit of it. Absolutely. And, and you know, one of the things I was going to say about assisted living, not that everybody doesn't, they, they, everybody in assisted living works very hard from the, 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 the dish cleaner all the way up to the executive director there. Absolutely. Um, two areas, three areas that you might want to make some special thanks for are activities directors and um, people with, with dementia, the dementia directors, what you used to do. Um, they, they've got a lot on their plates, and especially um, with both of those groups, those two jobs, um, an activities director has a lot of pressure on them because they need to, what, what are people looking at, families looking at when they go into a, a building? They're looking at how the food tastes, how clean the place looks, how updated it looks, you know, the decor, the overall cleanliness. And what activities is my mom or dad going to be doing? What What are you doing all day to keep my mom or dad active? Because the whole idea behind assisted living versus private home care is to be in a community with like-aged people participating and still being lively and active and enjoying life. Um, so there is a lot of pressure on activities director to make sure that their activities are up to, up to snuff. And I also lump the dementia folks in there as well because, you know, when you're dealing with the regular... Um, crowd of an assisted living. A lot of those people are independent. A lot of those people can make the decision whether or not they want to be involved in an activity. Some days you might want to just watch uh, old Mar- Marlon Brando movies. The other day you might want to be involved in bingo. And then the other day you might just want to hang out, drink coffee, and, and read the newspaper. People like that can make their decision and whatever they want to do, that's their life. They can do whatever. When you have dementia and you have a disease, you really don't you don't have the ability to make those decisions, right? So mm-hmm. So it's really on top of of the, the dementia um, folks, the people that are running that dementia unit, to make sure that everybody's active, everybody's getting up, everybody's doing their 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 activities and their food. And, and there's, so there's a lot involved in that. So, you know, I think those are two areas. Not that the RCDs or the, the marketing directors don't have their own job, jobs because everybody in there, from my experience, and you can overlaps in some way or another, right? You know, the marketing director's bringing yeah. people in, trying to sell them on the community but also that's an extra set of hands in case somebody gets wanders off gets lost and needs to be brought back to to their their apartment or to the activity that they're involved in so everybody's involved in that but i think those are two areas in which you know there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of uh, um, anxiety over when families are in there to make sure that everything's good yeah and it's just like when you hold a party in your home you know there's there's the the people in the kitchen that make the meal happen and God bless the maintenance people because they have to keep everything not just neat and nice looking but safe as well yep. and you've got a lot of moving parts there's there's a perfect example of me that's not in an, I've never been in an assisted living other than a visitor that completely glossed over the maintenance guy or the the food director you know the people that are completely forgotten that you know hey if that maintenance guy leaves it's uh you're in trouble if things start breaking down. Quickly, you're going to know about it. So there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of cogs in the wheel, and everybody deserves equal uh, appreciation. But I just always thought that maybe those two areas should be, you know, just remember, you know, like, hey, everybody's yep. trying over there. Th- those are the attaboys. I can remember my very first day of working in my very first assisted living. We had a power failure. And we joked about it because, like I said, I was in a married care unit, so my my initiation was dementia in the dark. 
And if it wasn't for the yeah. post-maintenance people helping me figure out, you know, where things were and what to do, um, I'll always be real grateful to them. Absolutely. Well, I mean, hey, that's that's what an assisted living is there for, getting getting people getting things done when it's when it's tough. Yep. Excellent. It's a good bunch. Is there anything you else you wanted to add to Assisted Living Week? I know that we're going to have some more podcasts about it, but it's good to let everybody know that this is coming up and um, and if you're involved, you know, in assisted livings, to do a quick thank you, and it will go a long way. Yep, a good thank you. Um, how can I help? Is there anything you want to know about mom or dad? Because that can make their life easier. Absolutely. So. All right. Thank. Well, Janet would know because she worked in. How long did you work in assisted living for? About five years. Five years. So. Five years of, of the ups and downs and the pros and the cons of everything. Not that Minute Women doesn't have its pros and cons either, but um, certainly an interesting uh, interesting insight into uh, things that the average person wouldn't know. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much, and have yourselves a good day. And if you haven't, like us on Facebook, like us on YouTube, like us on Twitter. Um, you can find me on Twitter if you just type in my name, Ryan McAniff, and we're on Facebook under Minute Women or the Caregiver's Toolbox. Other than that... Please give us a good review. We appreciate it, and you have yourself a good day. Thank you.